0: This is Benjamin Bass with Insider Travel Report. Thrilled to be sitting across from Caroline Chidi at the headquarters of JJ Quarry. Um, Caroline, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you?
1: I'm very well, Ben, and it's been a pleasure having you both here with us. It's I love talking whiskey and I love welcoming people here to headquarters here at our uh, J.J. Corey farm.
0: Yeah, well, we've certainly felt incredibly welcomed. Um, We just took a phenomenal tour, um, incredibly engaging and educational um, and delicious. And so I think where we would like to begin today is uh, some of the history of J.J. Corey, as well as its evolution into how it became the, the recent successful business that it has become.
1: Yes. So we would have taken our inspiration from a local bonder and blender who had his shop in 63 Henry street in Kilrush back in the late 1800s. His name was JJ Curry, And as I said, he had a thriving shop, which sold anything from tea, whiskey, um, ammunition to his customers. Now he was the local bonder. So he had a very, very successful whiskey bonding, um, blend. And what, we found out is that the bonders and the blenders were the main route to market for the distilleries back in that time. And what would have happened, especially in JJ Carey's time, he would have sourced his whiskey, probably from mainly from Limerick and that would have sailed up the Shannon. And then he would have sourced his cask because Kilwash was a very thriving port at the time. So he would have had access to Caribbean rum. He would have access to bourbon, anything that would have come in on those ships, he would have handpicked them brought them back to his shop and then he would have matured his whiskey on site and then blended really flavorsome whiskies now when louise started louise mcguan who would have been our founder when she started the whiskey company she was originally going to do it from grain to glass which meant that she was going to grow barley here on the farm and then put up her lovely stills and then um kind of distill whiskey actually on site itself but when she came across some information about bonding and blending. She changed route and she said, you know what? I am going to resurrect the lost art of whisky bonding. And that's what she did. She became the first modern day whisky bonder on the island of Ireland. And we are incredibly proud of her.
0: Yeah, so I think bonding is something that for, for most of us, uh, perhaps even for most of the world, bonding is something that we are not familiar with, right? And, and the, the double distilling or the triple distilling is, is more of the traditional route of, um, I guess, barley to table, right? So I think a simple question might be, how is JJ Corey different than the majority of other whiskey manufacturers in Ireland?
1: so we have actually created and kind of resurrected that lost art of whiskey bonding and what we do is we source our liquid all over the island of ireland both mature whiskey and off straight off the still and we bring that back here to our farm here in corral clare in west clare on the wild atlantic way and then louise travels the world in curating very unique flavors in casks like bourbon cask, sherry cask, tequila cask, mezcal cask, we even have a Canadian maple syrup cask in our library of flavor whiskies here on the on the farm, and then she brings both of them, and then we we marry them both here on site, and then they mature in those unique casks, creating this library of whiskey flavors that we have here on site. So we have now curated the the largest um, library of whiskey flavors on the island of Ireland, and it is producing some amazing some whiskies.
0: Wow, wow, wow. And in the beginning of this explanation, uh, I think you very intentionally used the word liquid, right? Instead of whiskey. Can you talk to us a little bit about uh, your choice of phrase there?
1: Yes, there on the island of Ireland, um, you have to have liquid uh, which comes off the still. So that's a very, very clear. It's a crystal clear liquid when it comes off the still. And once it goes into a cask, it has to remain in a cask for three years for us to be able to call it a whiskey. So after three years, we can officially start calling it a whiskey. But when it goes into the cask itself, we do call it liquid because it's it hasn't actually got its official name yet.
0: Wow. And so as you are building your incredible flavor library, your library of flavors, does that mean that one liquid is in one cask for the entire time, or do you really pull a little from here, a little from there to create really nuanced, complex, um, delicious flavors?
1: So we're all about the flavor. Yeah. So yes, we would actually take little bits of casks, of liquid of whiskey from casks. So we might take 10% from one cask, 3% from another, 4% or 20% all depending on the recipe and the type of whiskies that we're looking for. So we have a really really fun time in making a recipe when we're doing we are actually identifying what types of whiskies that we want. It all depends on what's good for the whiskey and what's good for the flavor. Yeah.
0: What do you think is something that you wish more people knew about whiskey or perhaps um, think they know but is actually incorrect?
1: So whiskey itself is a very versatile and Unique whiskies. it's not just about sitting with a glass and a little bit of water and taking it from that way. It is superb when it comes to cocktails, when it comes to all making highballs, it's very versatile. The flavors in whiskey are not every single whiskey is different. Every single cask that is used is different. You could have two identical casks filled at the same time and they matured in the same way and on the same premise, but when you go to taste those, they are completely different whiskies. So it's all about the flavors and the versatility of the liquid itself.
0: Wow. Let's uh, pivot a little bit to talk about the, um, uh, Louise, the, the founder of this company. Predominantly, whiskey has been more of a male-dominated um, business model as well as its more traditional um, double or triple distilling process. So Louise really seems like an incredible um, innovator and business person. Can you talk to us a little bit about her own journey?
1: Certainly. So when she started the, the business back in 2015, she was living in Singapore at the time, and she had recently married her lovely husband, Dominic, and he was living in London. And she felt, right, that's a little bit of a too much of a commute so she said she did see a little bit of a niche in the whiskey market at that time she was she was in the drinks industry and at that time she was going to do as i said grain to glass before she pivoted it. but she also wanted to future proof the farm itself she is a country girl at heart has lived in the most spectacular cities all over the world but always knew she'd find her roots are in clare here in the west clare on the wild atlantic way so she wanted to future proof the farm itself. And that's one of the main reasons she actually brought the whiskey and brought her business back here to Clare. But being a female in a male-dominated world did cause its problems, but it never stopped her. It actually drove her forward, and she became the first not just female founder of a of, of a whiskey, uh, whiskey business, which she resurrected that lost art. So she became the first our first bonder in on the island of Ireland.
0: Yeah, just absolutely incredible. What a story. Um, lastly, wrapping up our time here, such a beautiful farm uh, and headquarters that you have. What do you think is something that you would really like your guests to walk away with after their time visiting the JJ Corey headquarters?
1: I would like them to to feel like be, they were immersed into a story, into the tales of whiskey itself that we put them to work, we got them to open casks, something that they never, ever would ever be able to do anywhere else. It's a unique, it's immersive and it's, it's, it's knowledgeable. Like we just don't talk whiskey. We talk history about the area. I want them to feel like a sense of purpose for being here and what, why we put so much passion into what we do and why we do it. So I want them to walk away with a feeling of warmth and a sense of belonging.
0: We can absolutely um, double down on that. It was ex- uh, an exceptional experience. And I think ooh, one of the best things about this entire day has been In addition to being so warmly brought in and educated and activated um the whiskey itself is absolutely world-class i mean it's just it's stunning um so thank you so much for coming we've had a wonderful wonderful time once again this is benjamin bass insider travel report at the jj corey headquarters thank you so much